When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to Three Terrible Gamers Podcast. This is episode 76, and I'm here with Colin. Hey guys. Alright, bunch of news this week, and some big news actually, here. Starfield is reportedly going to PS5. Uh, yeah, obviously it releases an Xbox exclusive back in... October? November? September? September around there. Fall. You say roughly around that time frame. We covered it way back when. Yeah, I guess it's just been a hot So you'll remember when we when it came out. <laughs> like reviews at the whole nine yards. Yeah. But uh recent rumors and leaks said that Starfield oh, is heading to PS5 time sometime in twenty twenty four. A report by Xbox Era suggests that Starfield will be released on the PS5 following the launch of its first major DLC on Xbox and PC later in 2024. So the main question with that is, will PS5 just get it then, or do you think they'll get the DLC too if it is a thing at the same time? I think they'll get the whole thing. They'll get DLC, the base game, everything at the same time. As Xbox will. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess the rumors are going further and thinking that Xbox isn't going to make another console per se, which obviously it's up for debate still. Well, yeah, I mean, the big thing is that have fans worried is they're saying Starfield's going to go to PlayStation. They're saying a bunch of other games are going to go to PlayStation and the Switch. But, um, and then it says that there was a f- quote from Phil Spencer saying, We're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for w- next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. So, to me, a business update event that doesn't sound like a game showcase or anything. So that sounds like something like eh, there might be something going on within the Xbox that they're going to explain to the fan base. So I don't know if they're going to say, "Hey, we're 
done with consoles and that's why we're putting our games on other consoles or if they're going to just be like we're not even saying anything about being done with consoles and they're not going to be done with consoles they're just going to be like hey this is why we decided to port our games so other players could have our great games or whatever you know but a, just a business update event does not sound like a good thing to me no uh so another thing that got hidden and i seen it right before you sent me all the topics and stuff just because i was looking at general news that happened is there was a bunch of layoffs at xbox activision too, and the ftc was actually report you know trying to get in in trouble for that so I think this is going a little bit further, like back into the FTC issue, and Xbox is like, okay, I want to start releasing some of my exclusives to these other consoles to try to get the FTC off my back, which is seems to be the only way to get the FTC to be happy, especially with the Activision deal. Maybe, I mean, honestly, the FTC. I don't know what they can even do about layoffs because the Federal Trade Commission like their main thing is to keep things balanced between companies mm -hmm. so what's that have to do with them if Microsoft decides to lay off their employees I don't know I mean yeah it sucks well, layoffs suck but... yeah I think their FTC I think is thinking more along the lines of Okay, you just made this big old, basically seventy billion dollar investment. Obviously, it's sixty nine billion, but you know, just rounding up for simplicity stakes. Right. So there's like, okay, you made this big old investment as a company, but yet you're not making enough as a company to keep employees on because, like I said, it's a layoff. It's not like they just fired a couple people. Right. Well, to be fair though, like Xbox did lay off some of their inside studios as well like 343 we talked about them they laid them off as well some of them and there's layoffs across the entire gaming community so yeah it's not just xbox and i hate to say it but i honestly seen this coming because there were so many employees at activision because it's activision blizzard and king it's a whole entire gaming development company so of course as big as they are not everybody could keep their job yeah that and it seems like the most recent trend is once you release a major title and stuff you weigh off people anyway that's what basically every company's been doing right so Starfield being the last big title for Microsoft to release it's like, okay, we don't need it. Granted, you know, the Activision stuff, it's still a different ballgame because you got your Call of Duty, which is switching to three years, but still got one again this year. Well, last year, technically, but still. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of seen it coming that not everybody's going to keep their job at Activision because they are such a big company. Xbox doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily need everybody to stay. I'm getting right. It sucks. Yeah, late, being laid off, no matter yeah. what job it is, sucks. But that's just business. Yeah, and sadly, it's a thing you're seeing constantly in the video game world, which makes it, uh, I guess, a techno normal. I would assume at this point. Yeah, which is sad to see <laughs> that 
your working years, I mean, because games now take at least five years to make, I would I say. So you're working this along with these people. You think you're good because you've been there, you have seniority, whatever. And then in reality, when this game's finished, you might not have a job anymore. So yeah. definitely sucks. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep you guys up to date on what this business update event ends up being. Hopefully it's something good for Xbox. Hopefully they're not giving up on consoles like Sega, but we'll definitely let you guys know. So we talked about this sometime last year. The Rugrats game is releasing in March. Uh, yeah, what was this one? The one that switched from, like, 8-bit to, whatchamacallit? Uh, 4K or 1080. Yeah, yeah, it was, but yeah, it's like a side scroller one. Side scroller. Yeah. Yeah, Rugrats is really. Via Steam, in March, publisher. Limited run games and developer The Mix. The game and Wallride announced limited run games as part of a special wait, yeah. NES edition of the game. The demo will be available as part of Steam's next fest in February 2024. Didn't know where I was going with that for a second. <laughs> yeah, so uh at a release in March for Pretty much every system, last gen, current gen, and PC. Via Steam, I guess it's not going to be on any other platform like Xbox or uh, GOG or anything. On PC. Yeah. Then, uh, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go on to the next topic. Go ahead. It's, uh, it's great that they are bringing it to Steam. It's weird that they wouldn't have either a physical release of it, though, or uh, have it on the other stores for it to sell more copies potential. But I guess it is going to be included in the next topic. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. You uh, kind of set the next topic up there. <laughs> Steam Next Fest includes more than 1,000 demos to try, including Rugrats. Yeah, so 999 now. Uh, yeah. there, there is a list of a thousand. The lot, it's on YouTube. There are a couple people have posted it. The average length was about an hour and a half. I think that's way longer than what you guys want to listen to us for. So if you want to go and you want to listen to every single game there is, there's a few YouTube videos for it. We're not going to cover it. Uh, it started earlier this week on February 5th and I guess it's really just going to benefit people that listen to us live to an extent because it runs until February 12th yeah. so up until Monday so it's going to be kind of irrelevant the time we uh, release it on Tuesday that's why you listen to us live and you got to listen to us live though uh, but the set event there are dozens of demos to try and it'll remain available Throughout the week, 
approve whether those demos are available to play after Steam Next Fest is at the discretion of the developer or publisher. But yet again, a thousand titles to try is still impressive. Yeah, and uh, I kind of made my own little video here of some of the games on the list, not all of them, but I'll just go ahead and name the ones I have here. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, the ones I can see here are Lightyear Frontier, Shapes 2, Millennia, Gatekeeper, and Winter Survival. So, those are the ones I can see. So, those are pretty interesting. And then there's Backpack Battles, Dungeon Born, Rotwood, Lightyear Frontier. I already said that. Synergy. And that's as far as the list that I made goes. So, never heard of any of those. So, if you want to try those out, they're free demos, you know, until the 12th. And then maybe after that, like Colin said, it's at the discretion of the developer. You just have to go to each one and see if they're available after the 12th. But Just scroll around on Steam, you'll find it. Yeah. So, it's a pretty cool event, you know, being able to try out so many games, indie games. All right. So we kind of already talked about this a little bit in the first topic, but uh, Gears of War could also be heading to PlayStation. Yeah, uh, Microsoft is reportedly considering bringing Gears of War franchise to PlayStation. That's according to the Giant Bombs Jeff Grubb, which we've talked about him quite a bit on this podcast. Yep who was elaborating in recent claims that Microsoft is working on a new initiative to release more Xbox-exclusive games on other console platforms. I would take this one with more seriousness than the Starfield one because Jeff Grubb does cover this one, and Jeff Grubb is usually correct in the things that he predicts or says. Yeah, he's a pretty reliable source. Xbox era is hit or miss from what I've seen. Yeah. Jeff Grubb is usually, especially when it comes down to like Nintendo stuff, it's usually like dead one. So I'll take his word for this one definitely being a thing. But I mean, can't really look back, and it would just be a repeat of the first topic if I went into in depth with what I thought with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So my article I have here, I'll just go ahead and read it. it. Says this is obviously all speculation at this point. As you'd expect, Microsoft hasn't made a peep regarding these PlayStation rumors or the fact it may be about to transition to becoming a third-party publisher. It's also unclear what Gears games could actually be PlayStation-bound. The most recent installment is 2019's Gears 5, which is the most likely candidate for the PS5 port. So, I'll just kind of say what I think about all of this, these rumors about all these Xbox games. I don't want them to. I personally think that they should stay exclusive. Not, I mean, I would love for Switch players and PlayStation players to play these games and it'd be awesome if they could, but the thing is games are exclusive to consoles for a reason. So it, it wouldn't be right playing a Mario game on a PlayStation in my opinion. So there's reason consoles have certain games. 
and I think PC is a good middle ground. So like Xbox, most of their games come to PC day one. PlayStation's been releasing theirs a couple years, and they actually have one that released simultaneously with uh, PlayStation last week. So PC's the middle ground for these exclusive games. So say Nintendo's the only one that hasn't touched on the PC side yet, which I don't actually think they will, because just being who they are. But that's fine. I just think PC is a good middle ground. That way other people can play these games and they don't have to buy a $500 console if they already have a computer to play these games. But anyway, I just think if you're going to buy a console, I think these games should stay. If they're going to be on console, they should stay on a console. If you they want to go to other players, they should go on PC. That's just my opinion. Though. Like It wouldn't feel right playing a Forza Horizon game on a PlayStation or a uh, Switch, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yet again, I can understand the whole concept behind it and your logic makes sense on it. But if that's the way Microsoft has taken, if they're taking a Sega out, basically, then, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be a thing. Because, I mean, yeah, Sega still technically has their mascot, but at the same time, they don't have a competitor in the market. They just make the games. Right. I don't know. It's, I mean, it'd kind of be sad to see if Xbox just was done with consoles and which we kind of talked about it before that they may be done with consoles and just focus on Game Pass and if this is true that would make a lot more sense of why this is happening. They're just focusing on Game Pass and then they may even sell Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo to put on their consoles. That would make sense, but it would still kind of suck also to see other those games play on another console. But it is what it is. That would, if Microsoft thinks that is what will make them the most money, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. All right, moving on. Suicide Squad reviews. <laughs> well. <laughs> <sighs> It's a solid 59. It's a Metacritic must-play. I'm joking. Yeah. It is a 59, but it's definitely not a must-play. Uh, on all platforms combined, so it's counting PS5, PC, everything combined into one thing. Uh, 5 out of 10 on IGN, 5 out of 10 on GameSpot, 0 out of 10 on Nintendo Life because they, it's not a Nintendo game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it absolutely sucks. Suicide Kill the Justice League is basically a red More like Kill the Rock. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Bucked Up. Bucked Up is a company founded in 2016 by two brothers on a mission to provide consumers with the highest quality supplements and fitness products to help them achieve their health and fitness goals. Bucked Up has a ton of products ranging from energy drinks and supplements to protein bars and pre-workout all with crazy good flavors like Rocket Pop and Cotton Candy. You won't find a better tasting boost without the crash anywhere else. So head on over to buckedup.com and use the code 3TG to get 20% off your order. That's the number 3TG. Get the job done and feel great with Bucked Up Energy. When you feel it, you just got bucked up. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Steady. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, not very not very good rated game. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he says 59. Didn't they try to take like the Mario Wonder route to an extent and, like make all the characters play the same? Yeah, yeah, they all play the same. They all have guns. Like, they all don't need guns. <laughs> like Harley Quinn makes sense. Makes sense to have a gun, but yeah, fifty nine on Metacritic, sixty four critic reviews. This is just for the PS five version. The user score is a three point seven, with one thousand two hundred user ratings, and the user score says it is generally unfavorable so they're saying don't play this game because it sucks and this just reminds me of gotham knights it's very similar you have four different characters they all play very similarly and it's just not fun to have all the characters play the same and on top of that suicide squad has a ton of microtransactions it's a live service game which people hate because of all the microtransactions so I mean it's just it wasn't going to do good to begin with so I don't know why they even tried unless Warner Brothers knew that they wasn't going to come out too favorable with everything so it's like okay we'll make some money from the kids that have their credit their parents credit card information and can't get spotted for a few days yeah, yeah. But I mean, it... what happened to Rocksteady making good games? Like Arkham Knight, that was such a good game, and it's hard to even say that the same company made this game. Yeah, it's even based in the same universe. Yeah, like it makes no sense that they went one way. They're like they're going, taking a page from Ubisoft. Nothing but live service games that suck. Just because you're uh, playing the game as villains don't mean you can make your game worse than what you are when you're playing as a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the game, if they would have focused more on story and made the characters play different, and they, yeah. they could have made a really good story that way, it would have been better than just having it live service and multiplayer. Yeah. Like I said, especially when two characters don't need guns. <laughs> right. Right. The, sh the shark and the boomerang, like, he don't, they don't need guns. Makes no sense. Like I said, they try to take a Mario Wonder approach, it seems like. Which Mario Wonder makes sense. It's a... Yeah, it's a Mario game. Friendly game and, yeah, it's a Mario game. I mean, granted, this is the first one where they've all had, like, the same character traits. You know, minus the Yoshis and Nabbit. But, you know, actual playable character-wise, because Luigi, before, always had a slightly higher jump. Yeah. Mario was the basic 
and everything else. So, like I said, it just seems like they was like, oh, Nintendo's doing this. We're going to try out with this game. Yeah, but you're not a Mario game. Dude. It's not a 2D side-scroller. It's a 3D, no, it's a 3D action game. Action. Like, what the... What do you... I don't game know what year. these... Yeah. Game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Be better off. I mean, I'd have picked this over Baldur's Gate, but... Nah, I don't know. But, just... I don't understand what developers are doing. Like, they're getting so greedy that they don't even care the quality of their game. They're just putting microtransactions in them. They make more money. Yep. It's stupid. So don't buy this game. Unless you really want to play it, I guess. Yeah, unless you're like a diehard DC fan. Yeah. And that might ruin it for you. <laughs> yeah. If you want to play a good DC Rocksteady game, play Arkham Knight. Alright, Game Pass games for February. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few of them, actually. There's yeah, good ones. Nice lineup, too, and some notable ones. Yeah. Uh, and you charred? Yeah. Is for Cloud Console and PC coming out February 6th, so it's already out. Uh, Train Sim World 4, Cloud Console and PC, February 7th, already out. Uh, Madden 24, kind of irrelevant at this point since, you know, the season's going to be over by the time this podcast release. Uh, console and PC, February 8th, so it came out yesterday, time of recording. Resident Evil 3, Cloud, Console, and PC, February 13th, so I believe when this podcast release, you can go download it right away. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Cloud, Console, and PC, February 14th. Oh, a little to the left, Cloud Console and PC, February 15th. Plate Up, Console, Cloud, PC, February 15th. Return uh, Return to Grace, Cloud Console and PC, February 20th. So, I've only heard of three. Yeah. Out of the eight. Persona, Madden, and Resident Evil. Is it the... I'm assuming it's the original Resident Evil 3, not a remake. It doesn't say remake, so I'm assuming probably the original, but I don't know that for sure. I found that on 13th, I guess. Yeah. I could probably look it up, but... Uh, definitely, I mean, there's a lot of Persona fans out there, so it's Persona 3 Reload, Madden, haven't played at Madden in a while. I honestly haven't enjoyed a Madden since like Madden 7, Madden 8. Madden, Madden, Madden 17 was okay. But, uh. Um, and then Resident Evil, of course, is a good game. We talked about last month. Resident Evil 2 remake was going to Game Pass and also PS Plus. But now you can play Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, which used to be a GameCube exclusive back in the day. Then was ported over to other consoles. Very good game. Very, very good game. My favorite Resident Evil game. Three? Yeah. Uh, we got yeah. time for probably one more. Maybe two. Alright. So this kind of contradicts everything we've said up to this point about Xbox. But uh, <laughs> there's a report. 
that an Xbox Switch-like handheld might be coming out. Uh, yeah, so the Xbox's next-gen console is reportedly set to launch in 2026. Moreover, Microsoft is planning to release two devices, and one of them would be a dockable handheld console similar to Nintendo Switch. So, I mean, like I said, take what we just said previous in this podcast with a grain of salt. Take all of this with a grain of salt. I mean, I think it's more likely that uh, exclusives are going to PlayStation than what the uh, next console is, especially since it's still two years away. Almost three years away, because, you know, it'll be holiday season of 2026. Yeah. So it'll be almost 2027 when it releases, if it winds up being a thing. Which seems a little out of schedule. Seems they're pushing a little bit longer than what they normally would, because usually they do it about every five years. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be basically, well, yeah, it'd be six years instead of five. Yeah, so uh, it says the rumor stems from Xbox community member Mag on the XNC podcast, as spotted by media publication AltChair. Mag alleges that Xbox will be releasing these future consoles in 2026 but added that this plan might change. Mag did not reveal more information about the rumored Xbox handheld console. However, elsewhere, Jez Gordon, a reliable industry insider for Xbox-related stuff, reported that Microsoft recently gave the go-ahead for several Xbox hardware, implying that Xbox is not planning on leaving the console hardware landscape. So, we have topics earlier saying that they might just be done with consoles that they're turning into a third-party developer and then here we have that they're coming out with two consoles a regular home console and then a handheld console so who actually knows what's going on at xbox i guess we might find out a little more next week when they come out with that business plan but uh i'd say that this is probably a bunch of bull Especially the handheld part. Especially the handheld part. If it's not a bunch of bull, it would be actually a really good move. And it would be better than Sony's handheld. Because not only would this be able to remote play to the Xbox like Sony's handheld, but you could actually play games away from your Xbox. Like Sony should have made. So, if this is real, it's a definitely better than Sony's handheld but personally I think it's just not real I mean were there probably plans probably but um, I mean it seems like they're having some kind of internal conflict right now so it may have been scrapped it may be put on hold until they figure out what they're doing because not only are they possibly porting over games exclusive games to other consoles that there's a report saying that there's internal conflict in Xbox that some are okay with sending exclusives to other consoles some are not so they're that's think that's why they're kind of just having a business meeting event just to clear everything because apparently there's feuding going on inside Xbox studios yeah I'm telling you it's turning money off I mean, maybe. I'm sure nobody's happy, but 
I mean, the thing is, though, Xbox, Microsoft, they have a ton of money. So they're actually not hurting on money. So honestly, whatever's going on in Xbox is okay financially wise. They've lost money every single generation except for the Xbox 360 generation. So they're used to losing the console wars. Of course they're going to lose the console wars because Japan's had a hold on the gaming community since the beginning. So, and Xbox is never going to be favored in Japan because it's not a Japan-made console. Sony and Nintendo are. So, of course, Microsoft's never going to win console war. I mean, it's just, they're just not. So, anybody that says that they're shutting down because they're done losing the console war, that's not true. They pretty much expect to lose the console war. They're just happy to make a profit off of consoles. Yeah. So... Who knows what's actually going to happen with Xbox. Every, they could have just announced next week that, yeah, we're porting over our exclusives. Basically, so we'll make more money. And they will. They'll make more money if their games go out other places. So, that could be it. Who knows? You're about wholesale or Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Either way, they'll make more money. And as a business point yeah that's a smart move because they will make more money but as a, I mean an exclusive console or it's not because they won't have exclusives anymore but yeah did you know Sony and uh, Nintendo would never do the same thing right which even not which not all like MLB the show it used to be a PlayStation exclusive made by PlayStation Studios, but it's now available on the Switch and Xbox. So, if Sony can do it, I mean, anybody can do it. But Xbox, I don't. I think if they do it, they're going to personally, in my opinion, I think they're going to go too far and do all of their games, not just one franchise or a couple franchises. Like I can see Halo, Forza, all of them go on to other consoles yeah. and to me that's not a smart move because then you won't really have any console sellers anymore especially if you're going to somebody else right you don't have to buy your console to play those games yeah what one or two franchises go that's fine but your big heavy hitters like Forza and Halo I'd keep them laying low on my own console like Starfield, that I mean, that's fine, you know, because they just bought Bethesda. Bethesda used to make PS5 games or PlayStation games. That's fine, you know. That that's not a technically. Yes, it's an exclusive because you bought the studio, but they used to make games for that company, so that's fine, you know. But something that's been in your name for 20 years, I wouldn't port it to another console now. No. Nah. Alright, I'm done ranting about this. But that's all the time we have, guys. We appreciate you for watching and listening. You can always watch us live on Twitch and YouTube. Make sure to follow all the podcast socials. Twitch. YouTube. Uh, Twitter. TikTok. 
Instagram. Um, shout out to Bucked Up for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, you can buy our merch on Redbubble. Uh, join our Discord. Colin, you have anything? I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.